wooing Red Wall voters means demonstrating how well you understand them. Therefore, they must bridge the gap between their own experience and that of Red Wallers, whose values are rooted in their love of their country and their loyalty through thick and thin to their place. It was a real surprise in the 2019 general election, particularly after the, uh, the, the, the previous election with Theresa May, when Labour lost so many of those seats. That red wall which runs um, through Stoke in the Midlands to another parts of the Midlands, to the north of the country, up to the northeast. So it was shock for Labour. Why? That's what happens when you practice laurel sitting, as Labour can do to Olympic standards. That's what they were doing then. That's what they're doing now, in my view. You expect to win. You could, you could put up a paper plate with a with a Labour rose attached to it, and people would vote for it. That's what's often said. But people didn't, did they? People voted Tory for the first time in living memory, for the first time ever. What a shock. And that's part of the premise of Deborah Mattinson's book, Beyond the Red Wall, which is subtitled, just so you can see what we've got here, why Labour lost, how the Conservatives won, and what will happen next. Now, a little caveat. Deborah Mattinson is a focus groupie. She's been doing this for years, for decades. Very good at it. But what you tend to get because of that is people in a room and you want to get a representative bunch. So she speaks to an awful lot of people in northeast seats, in um, in seats in Stoke, in, um, in northern Great British seats. And um, what you generally get is Oh, Jill works in a paper shop. Oh, Ray's a carpenter. So you kind of get Mr. and, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Bum, Mrs. Bum, the baker's wife, and all that kind of happy families type stuff. So what you don't get is... What you do get... I won't say what you don't get. What you do get is responses to those questions. You don't get any more than that. That's the basis of this book, and that's the results you'll get. But what she does do is say... I remember when this happened years ago, when during the Blair government, where I was asked to focus group and something came back and I was told they, they really they weren't the results that were expected, so I was ignored and all of that. So you do get a sense of this happening over and over again. There was a sense of impending doom here. And you kind of feel that that's not really surprising. I used to be a member of the Labour Party, not anymore. One of the reasons why I'm not is because I got sick and tired of people bandying around the phrase working class in inverted commas. Socialist is another one. Define it and then we'll talk. But working class, or rather, when I listen to people who generally say this, connecting with the working class. Well, okay, what working class are you talking about, mate? Are you talking about Maybe, and it's mainly men who work at the steelworks and earn a lot more money than you ever will, but who consider themselves to be working class. Is it those people who work in a call centre, who aren't unionised and are working just over the minimum wage? 
is those people who are working at a bakery that is unionised and are earning higher wages but are working class? Is it those people who went to university, did a degree, got into debt, now can't get a job they want and are renting for £1,000 a month and accepting that on short-term contracts? Is that the working class you're talking about? Or, see, see how this works? Or are you talking about those people who get paid for looking for work in benefits? Or are they called the underclass? Because we don't talk about them much, do we? Not in Labour. And what we also don't do is have conversations with people who hold views that we might not agree with. Like on immigration, for instance. Now, I knocked on doors for Labour, and what you generally get is machine politics. You generally get, in my view, you generally get... Don't knock on that door, no point. Voted Lib Dem last time, voted Tory last time. Well, I want to knock on the doors and find out why. I also want to knock on the doors and talk to people who may have views on immigration, for instance, because it's a hot-button topic that I don't agree with, or Brexit that I don't agree with, but I want to have a discourse with those people to maybe sway them to my view. Maybe they'll make some good points and make me think about what I'm saying and what I believe. We can't... We can't start winning. I say we. I'm not in the Labour Party anymore. I've got massive issues with Labour and what they've become. But Labour can't win until they start having those discussions. This is very clear in this book. And they're not having those discussions. Because what you generally get with Labour under Corbyn and Labour now is that you get cultural discussions. And what's very clear in this book is that while those people in red wall seats will want to have cultural discussions, they actually first want to discuss how you're going to re revitalise the high street, how you're going to bring jobs here, and what you're going to do about taxes, for instance. And they will talk about the cultural issues, but please can we talk about those issues first? Well, Labour aren't doing that. And they certainly weren't doing that in those red wall seats. What's clear from this book, and it does talk about the big topics that Labour don't want to talk about, like immigration, like Brexit. You know, I'm a Remainer, but I'm, I, I live in a, in a metropolitan city, and I'm a Remainer on balance. I understand that the EU was and is a capitalist cartel. I understand that entirely. But I think on balance we did better out of it. But I understand why people would vote to come out, not just because of the situation with the EU, but because they want to make a difference. And they didn't see their voting making a difference. But in 2019, they did vote, and it did make a difference. So this book talks about those issues. It doesn't make any comments around, oh, well, they shouldn't be having those kind of views, which is something I've come across on forums, or is it fora? Fora? Forum, fora, flora. It's a horrible butter, I don't like it. A lot of people do, though, I understand. Anyway, forums, I think it is. So, I've come across that with, well, we don't really want to have those discussions with people because, you know, it, it will pain me to have to talk to those people who are racist. Well, you really do need to empathise. Let's have some empathy and have some chat about that, shall we? That's what I think needs to happen first. This book is very good on that. It's a kind of companion piece to the book. I can't remember who wrote it. 
despised. How the how Labour hate the working class. I think it, I think it's subtitled something like that. Forgive me if that's not exactly right. But it's a companion piece to that. That is more vituperative because that that person has skin in the game. This is more from a it's a focus group. A pat they're patting them. There's a screen over it. You're observing things and saying this is what they think. And these are my findings. So you do have that kind of one removed feel. But Deborah Mattinson is not is not um, afraid to say these are the big topics which we want to talk about. And she's been doing this focus group stuff for years and decades. She was doing it in the Blair government. She mentions some findings she got there that she took back to senior Labour Party members who didn't like those findings and didn't, didn't agree with them. Well, that's what the focus group says. This is another thing, you know. Well, we don't really want to talk to those people because they're not our sort. That's the feeling that people get. Maybe they don't want to talk to us because we're not their sort. Well, then we'll just vote for the Tories because they seem to be our sort. And what you get in this book is quite a lot of optimism from people who voted Tory for the first time. And don't think that they just... Oh, they there's that there was that sort of um, face saving. Oh, they they lent the Tories their vote. No, not at all. Not, not not a bit of it. This book is quite clear, and I think I agree that Labour have to woo back those people who voted Tory. She talks to a lot of people who are more optimistic about certainly around Brexit. We can make our own laws, which is not the case, but that's part of the narrative. But also around, I think the Tories will bring some money and some jobs back to this country, to, to this area. And certainly what's replicated over and over again is that the Tories, the new MPs, are actually working to try and do something about that. And Labour have got to start talking to people in the red wall seats, but I don't see them doing that, do you? It's all very metropolitan, isn't it? You won't win an election that way. You simply won't. Laurel sitting is an incredibly easy thing to do. And it's something Labour have perfected. But even in the places where they've got an absolute majority, that can change. Just look at all those red wall seats. This book's very clear on all of this. and on how Labour can win them back if they want to do that work. I'm not convinced they do want to do it. not convinced they want to have that discussion. So which working class do you want to support? There are lots of them. Or you don't even want to have that discussion. Or you want to tell me to go forth and multiply, do you? Because it's too difficult for you to talk about. Well, this book shows what happens. Another thing this book shows is that people aren't really linked to politics. They're linked to their aspiration here. And they also don't know when, if, if they've got a red or a, or a blue MP now, or whether the, um, the council is still red or it's blue. But what they do, quite a lot of them do, is that they will use the local authority, the issues they have with the local authority to metaphorically beat the MP. 
that comes up again and again in this book. Because your MP, you see him at surgeries, you might see him if you turn on Parliament TV, but your local authority's there all the time. That comes along very, very clearly in this book. And Labour do need to start connecting their MPs and their local authority and what they do and all of that. And looking at all that, it can be done. It's been done. In local authorities across the country for Labour. But they've got a fight on their hands. Because this party, and they voted for Boris Johnson, really, not Tories, but this party is more centre-right than Cameron and Osborne's party. They're one nation Tories. Yeah, there are massive issues with the Tories and cronyism and Eton and all of that, and I hate all that. But what broke through was, let's get Brexit done and Boris Johnson's optimism. That we're going to bounce back from everything and he's going to give us opportunities. Opportunity is another word that comes through here and Labour aren't talking about that. They're not talking aspiration, they're not talking opportunity. They're not talking at all to those people who may have England flags hanging outside their windows or people who they feel may have different views to them. They don't want to sully their hands with that. That is the way to lose elections time after time after time because we don't have any debate in the Labour Party. I say we, I still consider myself to be a Labour voter. But it's getting harder to do it. Because Labour don't have those discussions. And if we don't have the discussions, and if we don't have the policy discussions, and if we don't talk about what matters to people, and if we don't empathise with people in the Labour Party, where is the Labour Party? What's the point of the Labour Party? This book is very clear about that. It brings you back up to date. has a, a bit about coronavirus. It's neither here nor there. It's, it's, it's stuff we've heard before. It could end with the 2019 election and what needs to happen. And loads of Labour Party activists, locally and nationally, need to read this book. If they've picked it up and put it down because they didn't like what they heard in it, just like they don't like speaking to people who haven't got their views on the doorstep or in a meeting, if they put it down, they should pick it up again because it's got a good basis to what they need to do. It won't be easy, but if you care about people and you care about bringing the Labour Party's fairness back into government, then you will have that discussion. But I'm not seeing people doing that. And you, prepare for another generation in the wilderness. Hey, Kia. Ta-ta.